I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 572 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an NFL legend joining me today to kick off a new year on First Class Fatherhood here. Donovan McNabb is my guest today. Before his 13-year NFL career, he played quarterback at Syracuse University, where he just tore it up. They retired his number five jersey. He was a three-time Big East Offensive Player of the Year. He was then drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles in the first round of the 1999 NFL Draft uh, with the second overall pick. He went on to have just a phenomenal career in the NFL. He led the Eagles to Super Bowl 39. He was selected to the Pro Bowl six times. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles retired his number five jersey as well. He is in the Eagles Hall of Fame. He's a member of the Eagles 75th anniversary team. Uh, more importantly than all those stats, though, in 2009, he was awarded Father of the Year by the Father's Day Council. He has always been involved in giving back to the community. He's a first class father all the way. I'm honored to have him on the podcast today. Donovan McNabb will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Donovan McNabb was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the NFL legend and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys are fans of the NFL, I know the NFL playoffs are really heating up right now. We're a few games away from the Super Bowl. you got to go back through the archives of the show here and check out all the NFL dads that have stopped by, including a lot of quarterbacks, too. Uh, Kurt Warner, Drew Bledsoe, Warren Moon, Trent Dilfer, Carson Palmer. I even had the uh, honor of speaking with Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes at the uh, Super Bowl Media Days. So go through the archives and check them all out. I'm sure you will find somebody there that you're interested in listening to. And guys, right now, if you're going to buy any sporting event tickets or you're going to go see a Broadway show or a, a play, whatever your event, concert, you got to buy your tickets at SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and plug in my promo code FIRSTCLASS. You're going to save $20 on your tickets. You're going to help support the podcast here, and you're going to save some dough on your tickets. It's a win-win situation. SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and plug in the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and save 20 bucks on your tickets. I also want to mention here Hope Wear Clothing. I really highly recommend that you dads out there listening or you parents out there listening, go visit hopewearclothing.com. I love what they're doing over there right now. They got inspirational clothing and they're helping to support children and veterans. Uh, very important to me. I love their line of clothing. They got 30 new styles available, kid sizes and all. Uh, all of their clothes have messages of hope, faith, love. It's a positive thing. You can wear some awesome clothing, uh, help support. Some very important charities. Go visit them at hopewearclothing.com. That's hopewearclothing.com. I'm going to put a link in the description of today's podcast episode. I highly recommend you go over there, check it out, see what they're all about. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. I got some great ones coming your way soon. If you're enjoying the podcast, please hit me with a rating or review. Always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast uh, by spreading the word to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Donovan McNabb. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, first class father Donovan McNabb. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Okay, 
Thank you for having me. I'm very excited being here. All right, well, let's start just like this here. How many kids do you have? How old? Uh, I've got four kids. I've, uh, my oldest is 17. She's a senior in high school this year. Uh, I've got twins that are 13 and a 12-year-old. Uh, two boys, two girls. So um, dad is, has been worked in every, every part that he can possibly work in. But uh, I, I enjoy every minute of it. Yeah, I got four kids myself, Donovan. I'm right there with you. I got three boys, and then we got the girl on the fourth try. Otherwise, we'd still be going there. But you got two and two even split. So uh, I, I like your style there. What kind of sports or activities are all the kids into? Well, we have uh, the girls are involved in basketball. Uh, my youngest is, is uh, more involved in softball as well. Uh, my oldest at this point is, um, you know, she's uh, going off to college at the University of Buffalo to play basketball there uh, with uh, – you know, Coach Jack, and, and very excited about that move that she'll be making. My boys are involved in basketball, soccer, cross-country, uh, football as well uh, for my 13-year-old. So uh, we're just staying active, man. It, it's, it's exciting to see the uh, development um, of each and every one of them, and more importantly, just the excitement and camaraderie that they've built throughout the years. Yeah, very cool. Do you ever get involved in coaching your kids, or do you always step step aside from that and enjoy it more from the sidelines? Uh, no, I have been uh, coaching. Uh, I've coached uh, my oldest in, uh, in AAU basketball, uh, and then uh, I've started coaching my youngest daughter uh, in basketball and coached her in softball as well. Uh, my son, I, I've stepped away and, and just kind of worked with his development of just kind of work more skill stuff and, um, you know, focusing in on the intricate parts of of football as well as basketball. Uh, and for soccer, I just, I'm just a dad. I'm a soccer dad sitting on the side. That's all. Yeah. I got involved in coaching soccer a little bit when they were doing the four-year-old stuff because uh, soccer, you know, ain't my thing, but uh, it was fun to watch them all, you know, chasing sure. around at a young age. But uh, if you could, Donovan, please, for a few people who may not know, uh, just hit us with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, well, well, I'm former NFL player, uh, former NFL quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles the uh, Washington Redskins and Minnesota Vikings, 13-year career in the NFL, uh, retired uh, now for the, I would say, the last 10 years, uh, and now have just become uh, pretty much a still an entrepreneur, doing stuff in the community. Um, also started a my own AAU uh, softball club organization here in Arizona um, and coaching a little bit on the side in, in basketball. Uh, and, and also, you know, doing some uh, mentoring and, and quarterback training here in Arizona, uh, something that I've been doing over the years and uh, enjoy every bit of. We yeah, great stuff, Donovan. If you could then take me back to the beginning of your fatherhood journey. I know you said 17 uh, is your oldest. So about how old were you then when you first became a dad and how did that experience kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, well, it's funny. Um, you know, I was uh, in, in my, I would say more in my, early 30s late 20s uh, when I had uh, my first child and um, you know it was one in which it was a blessing in disguise um, for me and my wife my, my wife and I had been together since college um, and something we decided to uh, move into the next realm obviously when we married but um, you know when when my bundle of joy was born uh, it was the start of something special you know you learn a little bit more about responsibility. You learn more about um, parenting, uh, obviously questions being asked to, to my parents of, of just the journey and things to be prepared for. Uh, but more importantly, when you have an individual like that, uh, that was born and, and you look into her eyes uh, and you see yourself, it's just an exciting time of the year 
um, that you just want to, uh, you know, express that to everyone that you just had your first baby. Yeah, very well said. And uh, what would you consider to be the top values that you hope to instill in all your kids growing up? Well, just work ethic, passion, goal-oriented, being more confident in yourself, um, continue to to perfect your craft. If if there's anything that you do in life, not just sports, but just anything you do in life, put that extra effort forth in order to achieve and receive uh, the benefits of, of, uh, you know, your labor. And and more importantly, um, to respect the people around you and and continue to uplift them uh, while you're preparing and you're, um, trying to get the best out of yourself, try to uplift someone next to you uh, because that will go a long way. Yeah, I love that. And one thing that's that's challenging for me, Donovan, that I try to make sure that, that, that I do with my four kids is, is spend individual uh, time with each kid because I know how much mm-hmm. they desire that. Even if it's just a walk to the store or something like that, if I could fit that in and, and you give some kind of isolated time. And especially now, I know you say you got twins there in, in the batch as well. So um, do you make it, make it a point? How do you kind of make sure you give each kid like in individual isolated time? Well, I'm, I'm all about family. And, you know, if, if one is playing and, and the others are not, uh, I believe in support. And family support is something that goes a long way because uh, it could be that extra boost that you need in order to uh, get you over the hump in, in competition. And then um, you know, I try to go to every single one of their games. Hopefully they're kind of spaced out where I'm, I'm not cutting one game in half just to get to another, but uh, it's worked out in, in our favor in so many ways where uh, with travel ball, uh, where, you know, you go and travel and be there for uh, one of your, one of your kids and then come back. And then one weekend they're off, you go to another one uh, and you're there showing your support, but more importantly, as, as a dad, you know, you want to continue to add that insight each and every time they participate to try to make them better and make them feel uh, like they're getting better from the mental standpoint of the game. And so uh, those things carry you along a long way because it's, sports is like life. You know, you're competing in, in things that you may not think that you're competing with. If it's for a job, if, if, if it's for school, if it's uh, for a test, if it's participating in class, uh, whatever it may be, you're always competing and, and continue to have those goals written down uh, and each and every day look at them and ask yourself, have you achieved that goal? And if not, why haven't you? Uh, so you have to put that extra work into it in order to reap those benefits. Well said. One thing I harp on quite a bit on my podcast here is that we have a fatherless crisis going on in our country. We got so many kids growing up without a father or a father figure in their life. And I think it's just having such a devastating effect on our society. I think one of the important parts of that is the discipline portion that comes from a father. I know I discipline a lot different than my wife does. Uh, So I wanted to ask you, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is that different than the discipline style you grew up with? Well, I mean, uh, Things have changed a tad bit uh, from when we grew up, um, but I, I still stay on the on the line of, of where uh, my dad uh, disciplined me, and and that goes for for my boys and girls. You know, at some point you have to step out of the box a little bit, and and you have to discipline them a little bit different than obviously other people may may. But I also explain to my kids what it is that they they've done wrong, uh, and I explain to them. Uh, the positives and the negatives, um, because we all learn from our mistakes. And I think it's very important that, that you take time uh, to express and uh, so they understand a little bit of the mistake that they made and how it affects other people around them, including themselves. And, um, you know, when it comes to the ups and downs, obviously, you know, me being in my 40s, 
we know that the discipline was a, a little bit harsh um, as it, it, it should be um, at times if you continuously mess up like I did. Um, but, you know, I, I do a little bit of that as, as well, but also uh, take it back a little bit to give them an understanding of what, what's going on and, and how they can control their future if they just could correct a few things. Yeah, good stuff, Donovan. Yeah, I, I get I get a lot of that reaction when I ask the discipline question. Of, oh, a lot different than when I grew up, you know. So that definitely uh, uh, things have changed. And one thing I love yeah. to ask the NFL dads that I get on the podcast is because uh, it can be a difficult decision for parents to make is letting their kids play tackle football and what age right. is a good one to start. So what's your opinion on young kids playing tackle football and what would you say is a good age for them to start? Well, everyone is different. And it's a decision that, that has to be made because even when – you know, I first started having kids and then I had my first son. Um, obviously, the question came out. Everyone was asking, you know, when are you going to allow your son to play football? And, and obviously, you know, the question is, he going to play quarterback? And it's like, listen, first of all, that's got to be a decision that, that he will make. Um, but I always believe that, you know, you have to allow your kids to mature, um, you know, give them an opportunity to learn a little bit about the game, love the game. Uh, and if they want to play it, then, then that's when you got to become a, a teacher. Uh, of the game for them. And so um, I always felt like I was going to allow my kid to play if he wanted to at 11, 12, or 13. Um, and my son just so happened to to turn 12 during the COVID season. Um, and so that kind of took him away from actually playing. Uh, and his first year actually was this year uh, playing tackle football. And, you know, early on, you know, there are kind of questions if if it was the right move, you know, for him, if, if, if it's the right move or should, you know, do I really love the game? And then a couple of weeks in, he started enjoying it and, and competing at a high level. And it was exciting for a dad to see, because I always believe that um, in every sport that you play, it helps another sport. Uh, and these kids love the air-conditioned basketball court because everyone wants to be the Steph Curry, the LeBron James, you know, the, the Zion Williams, whatever it may be. Um, but don't understand that those guys played other sports as well. And once they learn the physicality of football and the speed and hand reaction time and, and hand-eye coordination, that helps in any other sport. And our son is starting to understand that a little bit. He played well this year. Uh, I was excited for him. Um, and we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, really good stuff, Donovan. I seen you posted on Instagram there, the uh, the QBL mini camps. What, what, what do you yes. got going? What, what's that all about? Where can people go to sign your kids up if they're interested? Well, we have um, a, a few quarterback trainers. A lot of us have played high school, college, uh, semi-pro arena or NFL. Uh, and we, in our, you know, selective cities, we've been working with quarterbacks and uh, something that is passionate for us. And, and we've come together to try to help uh, develop these young men, give them the opportunity from a mental and a physical standpoint to be there at an elite level and be seen and showcased. And, and we have a lot of kids, especially for me, have kids from the age of nine to about 21, 23 years old that I've worked with. Uh, and it's exciting because now I can embark my wisdom on them and, and teach them the intricate parts of the game from the mental standpoint. And when you learn the game from a mental standpoint, it, the physicality of it uh, becomes easy for you. And so QBL is something that uh, we've started just uh, about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, and it's taking this course now. Uh, where you can go on our website of QB Legacy um, and, and find out exactly where we are, what cities we're having camps. We actually have a camp coming up February 26th, 27th in Phoenix, Arizona, um, that I'll be hosting uh, out here. 
And, uh, you know, we have a lot of participants that have already logged in. You know, it's, it's still open for, for those uh, who want to participate and come and, and, and get some wisdom and, and work on your footwork and balance and, and your throwing motion and work on your accuracy. And we talk the, the mental part of the game, going over defenses and things of that nature. Uh, and we also have a symposium that we do for the parents to learn a little bit more about uh, the future of their kids and the role that they have to play, especially everything that we have with the NILs and, you know, NFTs and all, all this other, you know, three letter, <laughs> three letter words that, you know, they have going on with where these kids now can receive some money and they can really receive some stipends. Um, and we have a lawyer that comes in and talks about the intricate parts of that, um, the clearinghouse uh, for the academic aspect, which is something I think over is being overlooked because these kids have to understand you have to have a plan B if football doesn't work. Um, so it's an exciting part. We have uh, about three, four more that we will be posting uh, of locations in which we will be going into di different cities and states uh, that we'll be having camps. Yeah, so incredible. Yeah, and I'm going to drop a link uh, in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can tap in and find out more. But I, I think it's amazing uh, the, the way we have access to guys like you. I mean, it's such a benefit to, to parents, to kids. Uh, it, it's it's so cool. Um uh, to have things like this available. And I, and I know one thing I had uh, uh, Steve Smith uh, senior on the podcast here recently too. Mm -hmm. And I seen him and you guys uh, had made the, the list there for the hall of fame and they didn't make it for, right. for the last cut for this year. And I was surprised to see that for you two guys specifically. Uh, how, how important is it for you uh, to get that hall of fame tagged on to, to really cement your NFL legacy? You know what, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I never played the game to be in the hall of fame. I played the game because I love it. I had a passion for it. I wanted to be the best at it. Um, and when I started playing back in seventh grade, uh, you know, it was the competition aspect of just proving not only to others that I can play the game, but proving it to myself. And as I got older, I started working more on my craft and, and building a work ethic that I felt like it would give me that opportunity. Uh, and playing in the NFL for 13 years, I think I proved that um, that I can play with some of the best. Um, I proved that I was one of the best. Um, and, and the rewards of it all, hey, if it doesn't happen, it will never take anything away from my 13-year career. Um, you know, for, for my kids, more importantly, they can go on, well, things have changed. I would have said DVDs and, and VHS, the old school stuff that we watch. Now these guys got to go on YouTube and, you know, and all this other mess, the outlets that they have to be able to watch me play um, but again, you know, it's it's a reward to be mentioned with the greats that have played the game. Um, but talking to a lot of them that are in the Hall of Fame, they know who I am. And so that's the exciting part for me to be recognized by the Warren Moons and uh, the Joe Greens and the Ronnie Lots and, and those particular guys. So if I get a yellow jacket, that's great. Uh, but believe me, there's no sweat on my back if I don't. Yeah, and I've had Warren and Ronnie on the podcast here, too, as well. Two good dads, uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so, obviously, uh, your, your legacy in the NFL is pretty cemented. But what would you consider, what would you want your legacy to be as a dad? Uh, caring, uh, very supportive. Um, you know, one who uh, embarked wisdom on just a normal human being, wanted to see uh, the man next to him or woman next to him be happy. Um, you know, I was just, I'm just a guy who, you know, is willing to do whatever it takes in order to better someone else's situation. Um, and at the end of the day, that's something that I think goes more of a long way 
than people remembering how many touchdown passes you've thrown or how many games that you've played in. Uh, because it's it's always about life after football and how uh, you've changed the lives of, of others around you and um, have bettered their situation and give gave them opportunities uh, to be able to go on with their everyday lives confident uh, and to be very successful. Awesome. And I know you mentioned there we talked about the mini camps and stuff, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we were in the new year here. What kind of what are you working on? Any other projects? What kind of goals or plans you have for yourself here for the future? Uh, well, for holidays, we, you know, uh, my, my Donovan McNabb Foundation, uh, also with uh, my sports, my sports group of five sports performance. We do a lot of things for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, but right now uh, with with my foundation and my softball uh, organization, uh, we're doing some things with the youth uh, as ages from 10 to 14 uh, and giving those your kids opportunities to, to learn more about the game, continue to compete. Uh, so that when they get to the high school level, uh, it gives them a better understanding of how to play the game and and compete with some of the freshmen and, and JV and as well as varsity. And hopefully some of them have that opportunity to go from freshman year, go straight to varsity uh, and play at that level. Awesome. And the last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Donovan, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Well, I mean, you have to put your ego to the side and, and understand that there's, there's someone um, that has your name, uh, someone that has your blood and DNA. Um, and you want to make sure that they have the easiest path uh, to success, the easiest path to gaining confidence in themselves. Uh, but you have to be the leader. You have to be the teacher to walk them down that path so that they will understand not only that they can look over their right and left shoulder and know that they have the support of their, their dad um, in any situation that they may be uh, involved in. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Donovan McNabb, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here at First Class Fatherhood. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of it. Back to wrap things up here at First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Donovan McNabb for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. I know the NFL playoffs are heating up. You got the NBA and the NHL are in full swing. Take advantage of my partnership with SeatGeek and get over there and buy your tickets at SeatGeek.com or use the promo code or use the SeatGeek app and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word first class at the checkout save $20 on your tickets and help support first class fatherhood that's all I got for you guys today I'm Alec Lace thank you for listening to first class fatherhood and please remember guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers